0: Back. Uh, It feels like it's been a while. I'm here with Corbs. How are you, mate?
1: Very well. Very well on this Easter Thursday.
0: It is. Is it? No. Wouldn't that be a holiday?
1: Nah. It's not. It's not really anything. It's just Thursday. Yeah. It's a good Thursday. It
0: feels like a holiday. Um. We had the Oracle doing a potty on his own last week. We had we let him down a bit there, but feels like we haven't been on for a while. Nah. I don't know what's happened. It's been a, Saturday's been the toughest day, I reckon. Oh, Amazing, with the, hasn't it? Oh, God. Especially with that
1: Randwick heavy. Yeah. I'll now reduce my stakes to very, very low units if it's heavy.
0: Yeah, that last day at Rand, Randwick was just... Deplorable. Oh, it was one of the worst days I've seen in a while, I reckon.
1: Yeah, it was a shocker.
0: But... Um, Jeez, we, we did
1: well with the lock.
0: Oh, God, how good has our NRL been going?
1: Oh, we're up to $456.05.
0: Start, what started with 100 that's five rounds ago. That's nice. Um, Dano's been a bit, uh, you know, bloody not there with the uh, AFL tips. I think he's he's a bit spooked, actually. I think he's scared to ruin the run.
1: Yeah, you can understand with the AFL in the first couple of rounds, it's, yeah, a bit, definitely a bit spooked, isn't he?
0: He's definitely spooked. Has he sent us anything through for this week for the AFL?
1: Yeah. So I said, mate, are the D's a cert? You reckon the D's are a certainty? The lock of the week, and he said yes. or Saints, but the Saints are versus Goldie. That's the only thing I've got concerned about because Goldie in that last quarter last week, I watched that one. They were like schooling Geelong, you know.
0: Yeah. What's going on with Geelong? Oh,
1: I don't know. A, bit all of a I know premiership is, hangover. All I know is I needed Geelong to win. To win. Nineteen hundred dollars off a multi.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah, that would have been absolutely <laughs> devastating. That was shuddering. But So they're not to be trusted. We know nah, that now. No. Nah.
1: Can't trust the cats.
0: No. Nah, we will not go anywhere near the cats. Um, so yeah, it's safe to say this week we won't be putting any AFL bets into our Maybe the rollover D, bet.
1: What do you reckon about the D's? The, Nine?
0: They're a dollar eight though, right?
1: Yeah, let me yeah, I, th- I think they're a dollar eight.
0: Could... It's, it's not really gonna add anything to it. I just don't know if that's even worth, worth it.
1: Worth it, yeah, I know.
0: The NRL has been, this has been a hot start to the season. I um, can't remember a hotter start to a season a better, my like better
1: quality footy as well.
0: Yeah, it's been fantastic. A lot of close games, like yeah. great games. A lot of crackers. And, I mean, the Dolphins are starting to show the cracks that they're inevitably always going to show, I'd say.
1: And a couple of key injuries, you know. Yeah. The halves.
0: Well, yeah, that's huge. Um, should we just run through the games for the NRL on the weekend? Because we've got one tonight, which is just – looks like an absolute cracker. <sighs> Melbourne Storm versus Sydney Roosters. Now, the Storm have got back their spine. Of course, not Pappenhausen, but um, they've got Hughes back for this. Munster's been back. Um Geez, I think they're actually favourites for this game against the Roosters.
1: I don't know how it's not $1.90 a piece.
0: Yeah, it should be more, something like that. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, What do you reckon? I, I don't know. Well, I certainly don't feel strong either way.
1: No, definitely not. Like Storm last week were back to a lot better, but still weren't super impressive in attack. But, like, Munster definitely settled everything as soon as he's back, you know? Yeah. It changes the whole game. Yeah. I think I was saying yesterday, I don't think I've seen a more influential player in a while, you know? So as soon as they lost him, obviously they'd wish a hut in there, which was disgusting. But, um, yeah, he settled that back line and they got the job done. Um, But Roosters looked really good against the Eels, I thought. Really good.
0: Oh, yeah. And, look, they lost Tedesco early in that but they've got Manu playing at fullback this week. Like, it's not... I don't even really know how much I consider that a loss, to be honest with you.
1: It's his preferred position. The only yeah. loss is in the centres now. But they've got um, that Drew Hutchinson, and he's actually... I oh, he does a job. That's the thing. He does the job. He's not a... I would never say he's a shit player. Because he can yeah. play... He's so versatile.
0: He just does. He does any job.
1: He can defend. It's just...
0: He's a jack of all trades.
1: You know, with Melbourne, as we were speaking about, with Olam and that and those centres, you know, obviously Remus isn't too much of a threat, but... You know, are they going to click a lot more now that Hughes, Munster, Olam Because they've been so disjointed.
0: Do you think Melbourne are, uh, what possibly just creeping into favouritism in your mind?
1: I th- I, th- I think Melbourne in Melbourne... Um,
0: it's Melbourne in Melbourne. Yeah,
1: you know, I think Melbourne in Melbourne and they come... They're now... They clicked a little bit last week, especially in defence. Um, and now I think they got Hughes back. I think they're going to click a lot more in attack. Especially with, you know... I keep saying it, Olam, but I love Olam. Yeah, yeah, Weapon when he's got the setups around him, he's a weapon.
0: I wasn't sure where I was going to go with this, but I'm actually leaning towards Melbourne. So
1: am I. Now I'm, that I'm, we I'm, kind I'm leaning of talk towards about it in like a in like a golden point sort of game, but I think it's going to be like either golden point or it's going to be like two to four points in it. It's
0: got to be close. You got the cheese coming back to Melbourne to play against them too.
1: That's interesting, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's huge. Um, I reckon we see a big game from Harry Grant here.
1: Harry Grant's been so good. Yeah, even in the when they. have been deplorable harry grant has been epic and even their shit games
0: i reckon he wants to he'll come out uh tonight and he'll want to show uh he'll want to you know like up you know up to his mate the cheese i reckon he'll want to show that he's the better hooker I, for re- sure. I reckon he has a blinder so do i probably even scores a try
1: yeah i was about to say that. i reckon <laughs> he might even go for a pie
0: yeah Uh, I'm, I'm going Melbourne. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Same. I haven't even done my tips for this week, so I'm probably going to roll these off here. Now me and you in the tipping competition are actually at the, at the top.
1: We're at the top of the table.
0: Yeah. So hopefully we don't end up with all the same picks here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Melbourne tonight.
1: Or we do and get a perfect round and just.
0: Or we could just actually tip this. If we just tip the same for the rest (laughs) of the year and split the cash prize at the end, (laughs) we might win.
1: Bit of controversy for the rest of the boys in the <laughs> punt one hundred club.
0: Um next game is uh tomorrow Friday night. We got Bulldogs versus South. Now that'll be a good game too. I know. South coming off a loss. Uh geez, who'd they lose to last oh, week? Oh, they were
1: so shit as well. That was so shit. Um they lost last week to Oh man, who was it? It was Melbourne. The Melbourne. Ah, uh, about and they right. and they were they were so shit in attack. Remember the went missing? Yeah, they looked flat. Like off the high balls, he was went missing. He was just like off high balls, like jogging.
0: Their attack just seems so predictable. I tell you what, though, I really don't see the Bulldogs beating them. Um, kick they, out,
1: kick out's not back either. Yeah, so
0: pretty, they got they got over North Queensland last week. Um, it was wet. They were at home. They lifted North Queensland. Get a few troops back this week. Uh, some really key players, but. Oh, I uh, I can't go past South here, what do you reckon?
1: Not me either. Can't yeah. go past them. But they've been so unimpressive. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a 1-12, you know? Like a tighter game than people I'd say, think. I'd say
0: almost definitely
1: 1-12. Yeah, 1-12. I don't see them blowing out. but Nah. Yeah.
0: Now, the next one, uh, North Queensland Cowboys. This is the uh, last game on Friday night versus the Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins are fucked. They are absolutely fucked. You're going to see, I reckon, about six games in a row of them go down now. Possibly even... Well, look, if I don't know what their schedule is, but if they come up against like the Tigers or some of these other low teams, they can probably... I mean, dude, they got fucking pumped by the Dragons last week.
1: Mm, and the Dragons have been shit.
0: Yeah. I mean, probably playing above expectations, the Dragons. And but they,
1: did, they did have um, early injuries, the Dolphins did, but still... There was so many cracks, wasn't there?
0: They just don't. Yeah, they don't have the depth. And uh, they've got Katoa, who's 19. they got Nicarima, who, like, I guess was be handy. first pick for the Warriors um, the last few years before Johnson went back there and whatnot. But, you know, come on. Like, you can't go that deep into your halves, stocks, and then come out. And the thing is... Um, North Queensland, this has become a really fucking like important game to them after losing that last week, which I was saying to you, I really wanted to happen. Like I wanted them to lose last week because then when they get drink water and they've got Cotter back this week, um, it's going to become a must win for them in North Queensland. And I reckon that is just an absolute lock.
1: The season's on the line. As we were speaking about, you
0: can't. They can't lose that game.
1: And what you said was perfect. When you said, "I hope they lose," you know, but and I was like, and I said back to you, "I hope it's not like if it's a shellacking, but we're going to be fucking worried about the Cowboys." But it wasn't. It was a one point game, you know. So that's even better that it was that close. Yeah, leading into this round because the hunger must be. like they'd be getting drilled all week, as you said, because, mate, the, the season's on the line now. If they lose to the Dolphins, if if they lose, shut up shop. Cowboys are not making the
0: eight. Yeah. they won't they make can't. the eight. They can't they can't like They can't lose this game and they can't lose this game with Cotter and Drinkwater back in the side.
1: The two probably most pivotal players in their back lines. Well, besides so Tommy did, and I reckon in the back line, but like as in Cotter and the Ford pack. Yeah. Huge energy. Well, they've
0: definitely been missing Drinkwater big time in attack. Massive, you can see it. Massively. Yeah. And this is um yeah, this is gonna be their chance to hit back. So I don't know, you I I was saying, um, I'm pretty fucking dead set on this beer now. Well, let's just bear. state it now. Yeah. Are we doing? So we're putting out. What are we up to with that? Um,
1: four hundred and fifty-six dollars and five cents.
0: Yeah. yeah. And we started with a hundred and four fifty-six. Yeah. Yep. So we're locked so we're whole up. thing on that at a dollar thirty-one. Yeah.
1: So if I do, I, I did do those. Um, I did combine them before with the with Melbourne to beat West Coast, who are a dollar eight, and it does boost it to a dollar forty-one, which I can get a power play. A dollar (laughs) forty-two. I reckon that's not bad. Better than a dollar thirty. What do you reckon? Should
0: we do it? Should we throw Melbourne in there too?
1: Yeah, just to get that extra ten cents, which is a fair bit when you got four hundred fifty-six dollars to play with.
0: Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's throw Melbourne in there now.
1: Am I chucking this on right now?
0: Yep. Hundred percent. Now that's going to, if this comes off that's going to take us up to 640
1: 650
0: and 14 cents. 650 yeah there you go wow locking it yeah lock it in put it in
1: <laughs> it's on for 650 yeah nice now that's this when we start growing, this is when you isn't? start to make money
0: yeah yeah when that gets up to 1000 and we're getting popping the door 30s and making 300 bucks jesus
1: yeah you'll all be invited to the TCRN end of year party with all 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 15 of you that listen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's not, we're not going to have a problem being able to afford it. Nah. Do you reckon we could possibly go 20 go, rounds? 4X
1: Golds all night.
0: Do you reckon we could go 20 rounds? Extra large cans. Oh, yeah. I reckon we
1: can go 20 rounds.
0: Do you reckon we could go 20 rounds? I reckon we're going to need to really tone it down to just like one pick a oh, round. Sure. If we're going to go 20 rounds. For
1: sure. Um, They're going to have to start being Penrith Panthers versus Dolphins locks, like at a dollar ten. Yeah, dollar nine, like, and I don't care. Once you start to get a thousand bucks, that's just an extra hundred, and you're just building it, and you're building it, you know. Yeah. Anyways, enough math lessons from me.
0: Um, Who Matt, we got next. Like, I, do you know? I reckon if we went twenty rounds, doing that, and say it was like minimum, like a dollar thirty every out on average every time we did a bet, I think we'd end up with over ten grand.
1: Yeah, I reckon. I reckon we could as well.
0: I think I just. Lo- loosely did the math, I think it would be over 10 grand if we could do pull that off. That's but imagine, crazy. imagine, imagine w- once we get, if, if we get, like, I mean, we could go out this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like, we could go down this week, we, but we won't. We won't. We won't. We won't. Those, those two teams aren't going to lose. Imagine when it gets up to like a couple of grand, though, and we're sitting there. Imagine how much we'll be sweating on those games.
1: That's when you've got to do the dollar nines.
0: But the thing is, this is where we could really come stuck is stuff like, remember last week me and you were talking and we were like, oh, we could um, put it all after on, we'd the Sharks. Won on Penrith and that. We we're like, should we put it all on the Sharks? And we were like, oh, wouldn't it just be like the rugby league gods to just come down on us and say, you're getting a bit and they too did. greedy. They did. They, they came down and went, yeah. don't you
1: dare bet again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. And then the Sharks lost. The Warriors
1: have a lot to thank us for.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. Well, big. that's exactly right. They wouldn't have won that game if it wasn't, you know, For us exactly. <laughs> if we weren't thinking about it. But yeah, see, I think we can't we can't start doing that, which is going to be nah, hard to do
1: because the Warriors have been impressive. But I don't think we ever bet in a game where Warriors are in. This year they've been actually quite impressive, and you know the other years have like they'll be the shittest, but then they'll like beat Melbourne in Melbourne, and they'll Melbourne are a dollar ten. They'll beat Melbourne like yeah. I know that's their bogey team basically, but. Yeah. Anyways, where I'm going with I'd that is I'd be happy to I'm almost
0: not bet on the Warriors. They're second on the ladder. Yeah, and they've been they've been good. They've been
1: good. Good to
0: watch. Yeah, um, I'm happy they. I'm happy they're happy. You know. So <laughs> Penrith um, Panthers is next game on Saturday versus Manly Sea Eagles. Now we were considering this one a lock of the week, but uh, Manly aren't a bad side, and I think Penrith, whilst they Turned it up a notch last week on the Raiders. The Raiders were missing their best player. Um, And I just, I don't know if I wanted to like go into that, throw that into the lock this week because I don't think Manly will win, but I think they'll, they're a good side. And I think it could be like a competitive game for most of it. Schuster back as well. Schuster's back. Jeez, they missed him. He looks good when he's on there. Love his little
1: basketball throws.
0: Yeah, his fucking passing game is like nothing else. And hey? he's a big lad, yeah. So he
1: can run it into the forwards and stuff. Yeah, a he's a stocky lad.
0: Yeah, he's he's really good to watch. Yeah, I, I want to see. Him, I want to see him string some games together. Yeah, like these little like niggling injuries that he's. I think the last one was a quad cork, which is an odd one, but kept him out for a week. Like I really don't want to see yeah. him like be injured the whole is year. He half, he's half blind, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the. You know, that's, that's the tale of, yeah. yeah.
1: Or blind Schuster.
0: Yeah. He's vision impaired, yeah. so they say. Um, Makes it even better. Yeah, it's impressive. Can't even see what like, he's doing
1: and he's yeah. still doing it.
0: It's really impressive. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I've got to go Penrith there. They're oh, at home. Sure.
1: I, I think Penrith give Manly a good... Mm. I, I think Manly will step up. I feel like Manly have been like meeting their opposition's teams, you know? like
0: Yeah.
1: Where they're at. I think they should have won last week against Newcastle, but Newcastle played great. Yeah. And I'm
0: hyped but to let that many tries in. I just think they're flashy like Manly uh you know they've always been called like flat track bullies and whatnot. I think that they um they just not they're not they don't defend that well. They can't grind and defend that well. Like I think they play like a really nice style of attacking footy and they've got a like a really uh good attacking side Tommy like, Troivich like, Yeah, like strike all over the field but um just like I just don't think they can defend well enough nah. to be like a real threat to the you know competition I
1: think Penrith beat him by like definitely by 10 to 12 points and I reckon up to like 18 really I I, I do reckon Penrith back at home you know but the only thing that concerns me as he said is Fisher Harrison that out That is a bit of a concern you know he's such a key element to the forwards but I don't know I think I think they smoke him by two tries or beat him by two tries at least
0: Fisher Harrison out that's a big out, I think big for out. sure. But big yeah, out. I wouldn't be surprised if Manly lift a bit. But yeah, Penrith. Now here's our boys, the Broncos versus the Raiders, um, Saturday night. Now Raiders still missing Jack White and um, yeah. look, it's a Broncos win again, right?
1: Def- definitely, I reckon.
0: My only concern is, and why we're leaving this out of the um, lock is just uh, you know, at what point are the Broncos going to get complacent? Um, with their win streak, you know, uh, you win five, say you win six in a row, like you don't even need to win that next game. And and I just think they're going to be coming up against these desperate teams like the Raiders, like at some point, when does it end? Um, probably d- most definitely not this weekend. No, I don't think so. But, you know, we need to be a bit smart about this.
1: Cowboys at those odds were just more enticing for sure.
0: Yeah. I've been looking at the tipping this year and I've been thinking to myself, um, I gotta think less about, um, say, this is the better team. They're having a better year. They're gonna beat this team because they haven't won too many games. And what I've been thinking about a bit more is, um, the te- like, what team needs it the most? What team's gonna show up the most? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and that's that's uh, the best way to do it. Really. It probably
0: is because I it came off for me the other week with the um, <clears throat> Raiders versus the Sharks when I tipped the Raiders to beat the Sharks at home. Before Nico came back,
1: Raiders' first home game.
0: Yeah, because they'd lost the, all their games and they just needed to lift and win it.
1: And they they were really they won it well.
0: Yeah, and there's ones that I've there's a few that I haven't like missed, but I mean, I don't know. You got You got to kind of think about it like that. So I'm going. I'm tipping Broncos, but uh, yeah, definitely. I'll yep. be going in. Is there one here where we're not gonna tip? I guess there's a couple of close games coming up.
1: Yeah, yeah, there is the next the next. Um, two are, are pretty tough to pick. Yeah, this
0: is the Sunday games.
1: These these are all probably the like the bottom barrel games as well. Yeah, um, besides eels, obviously, but tigers have been their bogey team. But tigers have been that shit. But we'll go into Titans versus Dragons.
0: Yeah, so first game on Sunday, Titans versus Dragons. Now it's at the Gold Coast. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd say sp- a spoon off. But, but the, this is this is down off. the bottom. Yeah, it's down the bottom for sure. Uh, Titans are without Brimson. Jaden Campbell comes in. Um, you know, I don't know, man. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Gold Coast just because they're at home. They're coming off the buy. Uh, yeah, I think they'll get it done. I think Dragons are probably, you know, they'll be loving that win they got against the Dolphins last week. But just a depleted happen. Dolphins. Yeah, it's not much of a win.
1: Nah. They fall asleep in the second half, like the Raiders did all last year. Um, yeah, I'm definitely Titans as well. One to twelve Titans for sure.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Titans. This next one's actually really interesting.
0: Yeah, Newcastle at home against the Warriors. Now, this one, I don't know. I might have a different one to you here, but I think Newcastle have just been playing with a bit of ticker, which has made which has really made a difference. Um, so I think they're going to continue that. Like my only concern is that they're a bit tired, um, you know. Those gut-busting
1: wins. Yeah,
0: kind of like South Sydney looked a bit like last week, you know, just looked a bit flat. Like, that's my only concern, but they are at home. But I also feel like the Warriors, after getting that win against the Sharks, they're probably going to be like, oh, yeah, you know. A lot of confidence. I reckon they might get a bit complacent. Mm, Maybe. And, yeah, maybe, but it could go the other way. But I'm going to go with the Knights here just because I am not, Entirely sold by the Warriors, sitting second on the ladder, and everything they get. That was a great win last week, but I just feel like this is just going to be, you know, who wants it the most, and I'm going to go with Newcastle because they're at home.
1: I think there's going to be a high point scoring match. I think they're going to be a lot of tries, and I, I'm going, I'm going to go Warriors because I've just been impressed with their attack, especially with Johnson. He's been so good. Um, He's been composed and he's getting that ball away real early. I'm going to go Warriors, but like I think the bet in this is either tw- team 1-12. to 12. Yeah. So I think it's definitely going to be tight. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to one try.
0: 100%. Yeah, I think that's definitely the bet. Uh, and now the Monday game. Now we've got this absolutely disgraceful outfit in the West Tigers. God. What I would say is been an, has been an unlucky Parramatta Eels this year. They've had the toughest start. Eels Tough to start, like, gone really close um, a few times. Um, and just, the, like, they looked... that was their worst game last week against Sydney, but two send-offs in the first, what, 20 minutes... Two, Simbin, sorry, in the first, like, 20 minutes. Um, it was always going to be hard to not have a score put on you, even though most of the points came in the, probably the second half. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, the, obviously the Eels are going to win this, but yeah, West Tigers... For a while, it was sad, right? When they were doing bad and you kind of got around them a bit last year when they started to win. Yeah. And what it's kind of turned into now is just like, it's almost just comical to watch how bad they are. And I have lost all my sympathy for them.
1: I feel sorry for the players, but I hate, I can't stand the club like because of that fuck with.
0: Pasco. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
1: What is going on? Yeah, he. That leads us into all the stuff we're going to talk awful. about with the West Tigers. Yeah, let's now, just quickly say I'm packing the Eels here. Oh uh, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Eels, they're going. Then we can go on. They're going to
0: pump them. Um, um, uh, but yeah, like I don't know. So I think it also makes it harder to get around the Tigers because they made all those good buys this year, and um, it hasn't helped at all. They've done nothing. And you can't. I can't work it out because it's almost like I don't see how you can coach any worse then that team's already been going. It, it has to come down to, like, effort. And I feel as soon as they get, like, points put on them, they, they just give all up. fucking They give hang up. their
1: heads and give up. Yeah. And like it's like... It looks like not one player. I think I put this in the thread. It looks like no one there is proud to, like, be wearing that jersey. Hey, yeah. like, when you watch them, they'll, like, stuff up. And they're like, oh. And, like, that. I think I watched through the Broncos. They, like, were making metres. And you're like, oh, they're making metres here a bit. This is pretty good. Then they just got, like, it was, like, third tackle. And they they half copped a ball, and he just dropped it cold, like dropped it cold in front of him. And so went,
0: many unforced errors. What the fuck was that? Like his yeah. number
1: one game is to hold it, to catch the ball and just pass it, mm. and just stuff it's like, like a that. Every, everyone, the whole team, just bowed their heads. Like no one went up and it's like, like, like a patted him on the back. It's like a
0: tennis match. Just a lot of unforced errors. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's that's what a West Tigers <laughs> game up, is like. don't know about that. And, no, no, we right. won't. We won't bring that up. We've but just yeah, it like it, you almost know when they're ha- when they have an attacking set that they're gonna just drop the ball cold.
1: Oh man, it's it's, it's literally what about them losing the ruck – I mean the scrum the other week as well, which like oh, I don't I didn't think even I'm say watched. that. Oh, a, a scrum got fed, and and the other opposition player had his foot forward and hooked it. Oh like, my god, which you can do, but that's why the all the like. Um, the guys in the front row, they've got their foot out, like so, it just physically can't do that. And they just didn't do it. They just like sat there, like complacent. And the other guys like, all right. So he just had his foot out and it went the other way. It's like, oh my god, like that should never be seen in rugby league. No, nah, it shouldn't got, even be a thing. Nah.
0: they're just like uncontested scrums. How can you lose a scrum?
1: That's how bad they are. But they mm. lost an uncontested scrum.
0: Now this CEO Justin Pascoe with the worst hair in the um, NRL, possibly oh, Australia, oh, man, four, man. possibly the world, maybe the world. Maybe he's I up mean, there.
1: He's up there for worse It's a big the world. call.
0: From what we've seen, it's fucking bad. It's um If you haven't seen it, look it up. But because uh, it's it's a sight to be seen. But what is he fucking doing, bud? What the fuck is he doing, man? What is he doing?
1: I don't know. He's down there kicking the ball at warm up, passing the ball. CEO of the company. He
0: gets on the field with them and kicks a ball. Warms up. Yeah. What, before a game? Did you, yeah. Did you see that? I saw like, I, I, I didn't see it live, but I saw like it. wasn't like, like warming up as in it. running
1: pads, but he was like kicking the ball and passing the ball to him and that. And you're like.
0: Do you, you, they, do you reckon they
1: hate him? I reckon there's a strong dislike for him in the club. And then the halftime image when they're getting smoked and he's fucking on his phone flicking, apparently flicking through social media.
0: I saw that in the background. He's on his phone while Tim Sheens is giving his halftime speech.
1: Halftime, psychopath speech, and he's on his phone, leaning back into one of the players. Like, what are you doing as the CEO?
0: Yeah, I H- mean, how can
1: anyone have faith in you when well, they turn around and see that? You know, it's
0: funny how like every like a lot of the attention's been turned on him. Um, well, because
1: the club's in fucking disarray.
0: Yeah, and it it should be, man. Like, it should be. It should like, all be, be on him. Yeah, and just the kind of character that he is. Because doesn't
1: he have a podcast? Have you heard this?
0: I haven't heard the podcast. Apparently,
1: he's got like a. There's a like these teams are now got podcasts, and so like I think he's doing this shit, and then he's got content for his podcast. But like, it's the most fuck content, really, because your team's getting smashed, and you're not making any right decisions. Let's
0: play a bit of it. And they're embarrassing. They're embarrassing to watch. Let's play some of it. called Ask the Boss.
2: It's no so deep as part. Welcome back to Ask the Boss. This is a segment that we last did in 2019. It's a segment that has been this requested with a level of consistency from all our members and fans to return. So we're very proud to be in our new media studio at our new facility here in Concord with our first segment of Ask the Boss for season 2023. The reason behind this segment is really about creating transparency, um, clarity and giving you, the fan and member, the opportunity to get a further insight into the workings of this great club here at the West Tigers. Uh, every every month that we do this, I'm going to be welcoming a guest. Oh, this is and who fucking... not better to have as our first guest than our new head coach, Mr. Tim Watching Sheens. This on morning,
0: Tim. Thank you, Justin. Good morning.
2: Um, I suppose All a good Tim way to Shens. start is um, got to sit next to this How product. things going and what have you been up to the last month?
0: Good question. Uh,
1: well,
2: we've been in the facility for about what our fifth week this week. I, th- I don't know if that was a
0: good question, but to understand the
2: setup here, this is a part of um, the redevelopment of Concord Oval. It's a um, first and foremost. It's been designed and uh, funded by no, no, no. Hang
0: state... on, I hear him talk about footy.
2: I know in in probably since you've been back, yeah, or since you had left. Sorry. Uh, we're in a fantastic facility here in Concord. We're working really hard so still I just to create academies both at Leichhardt and also Campbelltown. Uh, there's more resources that we pour into... Uh, football, as we spoke about, than ever before, and the responsibility of the executive and the board is to make sure we allocate the right amount of resources into he's still those talking departments like he's having an to give everyone best opportunity of, to be successful. Uh, fucking Fox Sports or Tim, you spoke about pathways and how much money we've spent in pathways and the success that that's starting mm. to showcase through our 17s, 19s, 21s. Um, we've also been lucky enough and fortunate enough through a lot of hard work and a decision that was strategically made four years ago or five years ago in regards to the women's program to invest a lot of money into the women's program and Um. obviously having the ultimate success with the Harvey Norman last year moving.
0: Yeah. Oh, they must just talk for half an hour about Um, their facilities or something. Mate, let's fucking... I think there's
2: seven or eight different changes at this stage to the roster. That's significant in anyone's mind. Here we go. keep in mind, I'm, I'm including in that... People like Naden and a few others that came halfway through the year. Yeah,
0: yeah, it certainly is. Um, Particularly, a number of them are in the what you would think the top 17 rather than the top 30. Oh look, so um, that's just that's just unfucking listenable. Look,
1: the whole thing about them, just him, just getting content, but for potty and being around the team that constantly is just like being. It's good to showcase. Yourself around, obviously the team, and show that you support them and that. But kicking balls with them at warm up is fucking no go for a CEO.
0: Yeah, I mean, it if they were cool, but I I feel like he's trying to just be like the cool CEO by doing that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, but he's just no other
1: No other CEOs are doing that. But nah, nah, that's probably why they're not fucking. The other teams aren't doing so deplorable.
0: There's no way that, that he has any respect around that club.
1: Do you want to go on to the Anzac jersey?
0: Yeah, so Have you seen that? Just but that's that's got it does that come from him? That sort of shit. All
1: CEOs they oversee everything.
0: Well, he has to, hey.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I mean, how do you fuck that up? I mean, I guess like at the end of the day it's a photo of American soldiers were used. And if there wasn't, if what was going on at the West Tigers right now wasn't so under, if they weren't so under the spotlight, then you, it probably never would have been pulled up. But it's Anzac. I know, it's like, bad. But the oh, fact that it. but uh, it's, it's a slap in the face to. It's so who's fucking pathetic. But I mean, that, that, that like, why can't you just go use a thing of. Um, but the, the real issue, it, right, with it now has become that. Someone they the came spotlight. out and said, no, they came out and said, oh, uh, we worked with this arm- certain army barracks. In, yeah, um,
1: they're placing the blame.
0: Yeah, like, and they said uh it was okay for us th- to use this photo, almost saying that they gave them the photo or something. And it's like, yeah, it's a- and then the army barracks has come out and said, we had nothing to do with this whatsoever. So they're like lying about it. Because um, they're passing the buck, like, it's
1: fucking... Ridiculous. Which is definitely
0: his call. Like the guys a fucking lemon, dude.
1: Oh, if like, I'm I've seen comments on a few pages of West Tigers fans who are filthy. Like they're filthy about their club. Yeah. Obviously, not just because of the other players performing, but the whole structure of the club. You know, and it, it all finishes. It all ends with him. Everything ends with him. You know. You can't say you know all the performances are all his fault or whatever, but it all starts and ends with him.
0: I can't imagine what it would be like to be a West Tigers supporter with oh. the, with, with a fucking absolute spide like that at the helm. Yeah, I'd be fucked. so filthy on that, man.
1: That actually leads us into Wanker of the Week.
0: Well, it does, yeah. Because uh, without a doubt, Justin Pascoe is um, in line for Wanker of the Week.
1: There's an interesting one, but isn't it, Con, this week? There's been a,
0: Well, there's been a lot of wankers this week. It's been a good... <laughs>
1: Wanker of the week, week.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot happening. Now, another one that was um, brought oh. to our attention... By
1: the Oracle. By
0: the Oracle himself was uh, Michael Slater. Now, Big wanker. Big wanker. Now, Big wanker in his right. Now, Noosa uh, itself has become quite a hub for the scandal recently. Yeah. I don't know whether these guys go up there just feeling a bit scandalous, but...
1: Feeling a bit wankery.
0: Yeah, there's something about there's something in the water up there at Noosa at the moment. So he's gone up to Noosa on a holiday or something. Uh, the police have been called to the property uh, over a domestic violence act,
1: which he's been done for. But that's what he got done for his domestic Before. violence and all that. That's why he lost all his contracts and that. Really, it was, it was for domestic violence claims. Was that in numerous?
0: Yeah, r- really. Yeah,
1: so he's a fucking top shelf wanker.
0: Yeah. But well, yeah. that's absolutely confirmed. But keep going
1: on with that story about what well, happened recently.
0: Well, um, I mean, nothing's going to get you wanker of the week like a bit of domestic violence. Oh,
1: you're fucking... You're, you're a lock. That's a you're lock. lock. You're a fucking <laughs> lock wanker.
0: But, um, yeah, so they the police have been called to the property over domestic violence. Um, and then I think he's got into some sort of scuffle with the police. And... I'm um, reading here that one of the police has come out of the scuffle with a cut to the hand. Yeah. Yeah. So Slater not trimming his fingernails.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. Scratches, you know? Filthy what a fucking bitch cunt. to hit a woman, you know? <laughs> Anyways, he's oh. like we wanted to go Pasco so hard, which we're obviously we, Pasco's gotta be in there. Yeah. This is the first ever dual yeah. wanker of the week. Wankers of the week. Yeah. Which it's hard to choose between
0: it, them. Yeah. I mean I don't know what he's done to. I don't know what he's done to his missus, uh, Slater. I don't know, he's probably scratched her up as well. But he scratched up the cops when they came around. Yeah, and I scratched just do His
1: reputation, real. hard. He
0: scratched up everything. He needs to. Tr- he needs to. He probably needs to trim his fingernails now. Look, my fingernails grow pretty quickly. Same. I um. It's hard to stay on top of them. Sometimes I'll be honest. Like I, I don't know what. I drink a lot of milk. They grow quick. <laughs> Sometimes I can trim him, and then a week later they, they might be long enough to, you know, scratch someone. Yeah. yeah but I can. haven't. I haven't. No, you haven't. I can't, I can't remember the last time I've, I've scratched somebody, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, Tish is, Tish is fine as well. She's looking good. It's not a scratch on her. No foundation around the eyes? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. At, um.
1: But so it's locked then? Jewel wankers of the week? I think Definitely. it has to. I can't. I couldn't split him. Pasco because of that fucking deplorable team. I
0: mean, domestic violence.
1: Yeah, that that takes the cake as far as mm. like he's a fuckwit. Getting
0: the claws out, domestic violence. Like that's a that's as wanker of the week as it can get. I think. Yeah, but I mean, then you got Justin Pascoe, you know. which is an ongoing saga of wankerism. He could, could Pasco could
1: easily take out the year.
0: He could. He could because. If he remains CEO of the Tigers for the whole entire season. He'd be
1: close to a little while. But him, who, Lua, fires the,
0: who fires the CEO?
1: I think the board. I think the board have to... It almost has to be like a coup, I guess.
0: Yeah, right, which we're you know? familiar with. Yeah, we're,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Our> <laughs> fan, fantasy NRL. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, yeah, we're in the midst of a coup in our fantasy NRL group at the moment, actually. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, I don't know. Like, I I hope that they do do something, but it seems like a...
1: the backlash from the fans has to do
0: something, I guess.
1: But yeah, fuck anyway. It's crazy, but yeah, they're they're the two wankers of the week, and it's they're strong wankers.
0: Two wankers of the week. All right, lovely. Now the UFC this weekend. Pretty epic card. Uh, we've got the rematch between. Powhatan, oh. and uh, Israel Adesanya. Powhatan. Um, it's come around pretty quickly, this. Oh. I feel like it wasn't that long ago when we were watching...
1: Chanting Powhatan. Yeah. The next four weeks at after parties.
0: Very exciting stuff. Now, um, let's get straight into it. So, we're just going to go through the main card, but we'll go through the the um, pr- the prelim, the main prelim first. Um, we've got Calvin Gastelum versus Chris Curtis. Um Gastelum's record since fighting Israel Adesanya has gone to complete trash.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he's versed Darren Till, when Till still had a bit about him, and Heinish, Whitaker, Kananir. Like, he's versed guys at the top of the division, as he should have. But a um, lot of fucking losses there. Um, decision losses, so he's not really getting finished, but... Then you've got cancelled three cancelled bouts after that. Um, Chris Curtis has been doing pretty well since he got into the UFC. Um, he had 30 wins and 9 losses, so yeah. he, he was fighting a lot before he got there. But Curtis is good man. Um, and I feel like if a lot of these guys in this division, if they stand with Chris Curtis, they're probably not going to come out on top. Not the guys towards the top, but a lot of the guys like in the middle... And um, I I don't see. I think that's what Gaslam's gonna do, man.
1: Yeah, like because Gaslam hasn't leaned on his wrestling ever. as much. Yeah, ever really, <laughs> and that's what he's like. Remember, he tried to with Rob, and Rob out wrestled him. Rob yeah. took, Rob took him down. But hey. Rob
0: um, Yeah but, Rob. And, and I just feel like The whole wrestling thing With Gaslam Is just Just a base Like yeah. he's not
1: It's ballooned up isn't it He's not a wrestler He's this fucking big wrestler From blah 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 But yeah you Yeah
0: know, like, like Arizona Because they're good wrestlers And stuff It's just It's not his thing I'm worried for him How so long did you I. say He's been out for
1: Last fight in 2021 Which is really concerning For him Yeah uh, it's uh his last fight was against Kenanier in August twenty twenty one, so nearly two years ago, nearly what well, you know, um, yeah, but he lost to Kenanier over a decision, five round
0: decision. Yeah, man, I uh, I really see Chris Curtis winning this, and to be honest, Gaslam's hard to finish, like we all know that. Like I reckon Chris Curtis by decision here. I'm with you, Chris reckon, Curtis decision. I reckon Gaslam's career is heavily on the slide
1: same i think this is actually probably his last if he loses here he's d- like completely done because yeah. he's versing someone chris curtis you know he's not i to. i to like look him properly up you know like yeah. and then i'm like oh, i've seen that guy fight but i to look him up and be like oh that's who he's versing and then as i look more into chris curtis i'm like oh man he's yeah he's actually, sean
0: strickland's training partner he's
1: quite dangerous
0: he is he's good um yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think this is going to – look, I could be wrong. Gastelum could come back um, firing. I hope he does. I kind of hope he does too. But I just don't. I don't mind, Calvin, But I just feel like you're probably going to see here just, you know, the back end of Kelvin Gra- Gastelum's career. Uh, and I feel like – I don't know how many fights he's got left on his contract, but I reckon he's fighting it out and he might be done. I'm with you. Uh, so yeah, Chris Curtis. There, I'm gonna go Chris Curtis' decision in that one. So am I. Uh, now we get to the start of the main card. We've got the young fella, Raul Rojas Jr. Uh, versus Christian Rodriguez. Now, Raul's seven and oh. Now he's 18 or 19.
1: Uh, you're right. He's 18. Oh, he debuted at 18 and 60 days. So I think he's still 18.
0: He's still 18. Yeah. Um, youngest young. fighter ever. Ever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, pretty impressive. Um, not a lot of yeah. I mean, like, I guess there's a lot of guys now that are this like new breed that are just fully like MMA based, like not where previously you have guys who were started as wrestlers or kickboxers and whatnot, uh, jujitsu guys. So yeah, he's one of the new breed. It's it's interesting. I mean, I I haven't seen anything from him yet that would make suggest um, you know,
1: championship sort of stuff.
0: Well, no. Nah, I mean he's young as, yeah, but I hasn't done anything that's really impressed me. He hasn't really fought anyone yet. That's any good. Now this is Christian Rodriguez, who's eight and one, um, he's had two fights in the UFC. Uh he's I think he's twenty six. Yeah, he's twenty six years old, so
1: They both came through the contender series.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um uh, Rodriguez lost his first fight in the UFC and then won his next one with a uh, by an anaconda choke. So I love anaconda chokes. Um, <laughs> probably probably got a bit of jujitsu. Uh, so does Rao though. So, uh, look, man, I don't fucking have a clue what's going to happen here, but you would think that the matchmakers at the UFC have matched this up so that um, Rao can probably win it, you yep.
1: know? I'm with you there as well. I think he definitely wins.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, let's have a look at, like, Summer hit the way he's won his last few. So he's got a really high percentage win by submission. Uh, rear naked choke was the last one in the UFC contender series. Was a decision. Uh KO, rear naked choke, arm bars, rear naked chokes. Loves a rear naked choke. Um, fuck, man. What it, I don't know. I uh, look. I'm just fucking having a shot
1: at it. Yeah, I guess. It's going for, for a win by decision. I'd
0: go decision, yeah. I'm going to go him by decision too. I reckon the other guy puts up a bit of a fight. Rodriguez.
1: That's pretty juicy. To, that's $3.40 mm, by decision. To be honest, I'm not that... Ex, I'm not that... Ex, what is it? $3.40. For submission, yeah. They reckon,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, sorry, by um decision.
0: Yeah, decision, yeah. That that that's
1: what, $3.40. They reckon him by submissions the favourite at $2.55, but...
0: no, nah, I'm not... I wouldn't touch submission. No. Nah. I reckon the other guy's got a bit of jujitsu jitsu too. I wouldn't touch that. Uh, yeah, I'd go him by decision. And I'm not really, to be honest, doesn't really, I, I don't know why that fight is on the main card. Nah. Like, why is that fight on the main card? Like,
1: just... Just to boost him, I think. I think it's a booster.
0: Yeah, it's just like, a, do you need to put an 18-year-old on the fucking main card? I think
1: he's like their wonder boy, you know? He's like their Then you you know? Oh, he's 18, Yeah, blah, Mexican blah, blah.
0: kid, yeah. Pretty cool, I guess. It's just I don't know, man. I'm I'm just not that into that one. It, for me, it's kind of a, a pretty average way to kick off the card.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But but yeah, this next one looks interesting, right?
0: The next one does look interesting. So we have got Kevin Holland, twenty three and nine, versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. You could call Santiago Ponzinibbio a veteran for sure at this stage, twenty nine and six. So the record they've had just as many fights as each other, but Santiago's had a lot of time off with um. A pretty hectic injury. Um, I think he had some sort of weird, like, uh, fucking blood poisoning thing or something. blood disease or something, wasn't it? Yeah, something, like,
1: life-threatening. He he, he was, at one stage, like, going to be the next big thing, Santiago. Well, he was up there in the rankings, yeah, for
0: sure. Um, He's quite entertaining to watch. Yeah, for sure. Argentinian guy. I think he's going to stand and bang. I think, without a doubt, that is what's going to happen, but... Um I don't know Santiago like he's getting a bit long in the tooth man. I think if Kevin Holland um comes in here and fights smart I think he'll definitely win. Uh and to be completely honest with you I I'm actually leaning towards uh Kevin Holland getting the knockout here. Yeah. I thought well I thought Ponzinibbio looked uh he got rocked a few times against Moreno who is solid but I and Moreno took their last fight on short notice he's solid but I don't think he's as good as Kevin Holland and um Kevin Holland can punch. Yeah, Kevin Holland can crack. I, and he's, he, Kevin Holland needs to get a win, man. Uh,
1: lost d- the last two. Yeah,
0: I'm going to go Holland by KO.
1: Yeah, I was going to go Holland by points, but that's very interesting. Um,
0: that's probably not a bad bet.
1: But, yeah, just only because it's a three-rounder. Like, obviously, obviously, it's always going to be a three-rounder. But, yeah, I got a Holland by points in that one as well. So, all points so far.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right, so... On to this next. Next well. one's good, oh. man. Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez. Now uh, two elite strikers when it comes to MMA. But more so uh they're just good, they're really good boxers. Now Rob Fight comes uh Rob Font comes out of the same uh camp as uh Kel- what's his name? Calvin Cater. Uh who's a really good boxer as yeah, well. Elite boxer. Yeah, these guys from Massachusetts. It's um a pretty sick camp. They got really great right Rob Font. Um he's been fighting a lot of good guys recently and he was on a bit of a roll uh, until he ran into Jose Aldo and Marlon Vera, yeah. uh, which were both decision losses uh, and both close fights too. Vera, um,
1: Vera pieced him up, Art. Just the, like by the yeah. end of the font, his face was pieced up. Remember he was like cracking, he was cracking Vera and it just didn't like, it didn't show on Vera's face really much and I'm like, oh, that was a good hit. But then when Vera landed, like, Font was swelling up in that a fair bit. Yeah. I, I, Cheeto's I, I'd, good. I'd big raps on font before that fight. Like, I, I was always back in Cheeto, but yeah, I'd big raps on font before that. I still think font's great, got great hands in that, but Jesus looks interesting. It could even, like, possibly be a fight of the night, this thing, because if they both stand and bang the whole time.
0: Yeah, it'll be good. It'll, yeah, it'd be pretty technical, I think. Um, but yeah, Rob Font always puts it on. Yarnes is good, man. Um, not a, pro- a lot of people probably don't know him. He's on a, a massive fight win streak. Win streak: Uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten fight win streak.
1: Yeah, I'm going Yanes.
0: Yeah, well, mm. fuck, man. But the only thing is, there's a difference in the level of competition, mm. like a like a big difference, like big jump. Rob fights been Rob Font's been fighting the guys at the top, like uh, been fighting top tens. Yeah, Yanes is like Tony Kelly, David Grant. Randy Costa, like, guys that just nobody knows. Um, I mean, I guess it's a a bit of a gatekeeper almost scenario for Font here. Like, this is the guy who's uh, coming up. And uh, I guess Rob's kind of almost on a bit of a slide if he doesn't win this one. I'm going to stick with Rob. Just on like big fight experience. Nice. Um, 10 fight win streak for Yanez. While he's good, like I haven't seen him as like much of a world beater. So I feel like he, that streak could come to a halt here. Um, I'm going to go by decision as well. Yeah, it's decisions. Fond. Yeah.
1: Yep. To go the distance, nearly a sure thing in that, I reckon.
0: Do you know what? What's, uh, what's that? What, that's paying. pain. That will be nothing. Um, to go the distance. Oh, okay. eighty four. To go it's the distance. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good bet. That's pretty good. Okay, that's a good bet for sure. And Font uh, by points is 350.
1: But... Now we're getting to the...
0: Not components. confident in that. But do you know what? Like, even Font, like... Yarnes out- is 151 and Font's 256. Just head to head.
1: Yeah. you going Font straight out?
0: I think I might in what I do, yeah. Yeah, fair. Personally. Enough. I think so. I think that. I think those odds are a bit... Weird. I guess they're rolling with the streak and
1: tough to I just pick. I think this he's one. better
0: than that. I just think Font's better than that, man. I think he's better than those odds suggest.
1: Has never been knocked out. This Yanez guy's been not knocking people out, but you know, he's a heavy, heavy-handed. He's a boxer, like um. Oh, he has been knocking everyone out. Four knockouts. What well, he went to this, He went knockout in K in first round. The last one against Kelly. So these, are, as you said. No one's super impressive decision. Then knockout, knockout, knockout. All before that, so
0: big step up in competition for him. Definitely, yeah, Be a good fight. What do you What do you like, Font?
1: I'm gonna go Yanez. Okay, we're going again. I I, I hope Font wins because I, I actually really rate Rob Font. Yeah, far out. I feel like switching to Font because he's the underdog. But
0: nah, stick with Yanez. I'll
1: go Yanez just because. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he have that confidence.
0: Yeah. All right, now we're getting into the big ones here. We've got uh, Gilbert Verns versus Masvidal, the co-main event. Now, this is actually – I thought it was five rounds, but I think it actually is three rounds. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is, yeah. Uh, title implications, um, I don't know. For one you, of them, I think. Yeah, Masvidal's a big name these days. Um, no, I think whoever wins this has to be next in line. They could possibly even get it over Colby, like because that's not locked in yet. And there's a lot of um, well, what about um? There's a lot of other dudes, but
1: there's uh, old mate, Limpy, um Bilal. Yeah, but like I I don't rate Bilal. I'm just but I'm just saying Bilal's record over.
0: Yeah, but like, he's not. He's not getting the next. He's not in. He's not in the talk for the next title shot.
1: I'm not saying he's top worthy They're talking
0: about him fighting Shavkat next.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, Shavkat's got to be above pumped. these guys, you know?
0: Yeah, well, dude, I, I want Shavkat to fight Bilal because I feel like Bilal, um, Mr. I'm going to be the champion every time he wins a fight, probably needs to realise that he's The not levels, the levels. Like. And Shavkat would definitely show that, I reckon. Like, just when you saw um, Bilal fight Leon Edwards, even though it ended in an eye poke... Um, there was just such a massive difference in like how much better Leon Edwards was than him, and he thinks he was like he would have won that. For oh that. my god, he was yeah, fucking getting. Smoked. He's he's easily he had no answer for anything.
1: He's easily dislikable, you know. Yeah, like easily. Yeah. yeah,
0: there's a bit of that about him.
1: Um, but this one, Burns, Masvidal's fucking. Well, so what, what do you what do you think? I think Burns is the, one of the biggest locks of the weekend. I think Burns. I've always rated Burns just from watching him like how much heart he has on the line. And I just think he's, like, I just think he's, like, he just got so much ticker and so much. Um, watch one of his, like, mini docos before he fought Usman and um, the work he puts in in his camps. And he, he goes to, like, this place that's one of the most gruelling places for camps, like it's known as it, for, for conditioning. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he, like, puts himself through – I know they all do, like a world of hurt, but, like – I think he's just yeah. I think
0: yeah. I think he's known for some of his strength and conditioning, and I think um, he's getting games. better.
1: Like everyone was thinking, oh, is he getting like uh, everyone thought at Usman? Maybe that was his peak, but I think he's way better than when he versus Usman.
0: Yeah, I think he um he sh- he dropped Usman in that fight like and then early Usman dropped
1: him. Yeah, yeah. And he, and then wobbled, Usman he fully wobbled. Him. He fully wobbled Usman.
0: Yeah, you know? they used to be training partners too, and I think there was a bit of emotion in that.
1: Um, but I think Burns like. Masvidel, I, I still like Masvidal, even though he's really like dis not dislike now, but there's a lot of, you know, thing about him because you know, oh you're fucking calling out everyone saying you're the best and that. But Masvidel's only had top competition since he got big with the BMF. He's only had top competition. He's done well actually again against them. Against wrestlers, he goes five rounds. So I don't think Burns submits him, which is the shortest price on this, but I think Burns wins the decision.
0: Yeah, I um I feel like It'd be silly for Gilbert to come out here and stand with him for three rounds, because I think that Masvidal is a way better striker. Like I don't rate Burns' striking that much when it comes to facing someone like him. Masvidal. Yeah, you of throw course. Burns
1: against cams pretty well. Yeah, but I know what you but mean. But cams
0: that's not a, like a good striker. Not an elite striker. It's like, and when you get a guy like Masvidal, like I think Masvidal would just like would just find him like for sure, if they were going to stay on the feet the whole time, even though I think Masvidal is almost like in that Conor McGregor mold these Checking days. out a bit. Yeah, where it's like you've just made too he's much got, money. He's don't that have Masvidal, the hunger what's it anymore. called? The boxing? Um, he's got heaps of shit going on bread. outside of fighting. He's, he's yeah. made so much yeah, money. He's he become a superstar. Yeah, he's set for life. He's got his mezcal, he's got his alcohol brand. Um, when that happens, like the guys just lose the fire. Like that's what happens. It's like, and you can't come into these fights with guys that are still hungry, like Burns.
1: Burns is so hungry, man. Yeah. I reckon he's. Yeah, he I is, and he's
0: right. He's getting better. Um, I mean, Masvidal's last three losses are to Woodsman twice, Colby Covington. Yeah, um, they're the guys at the top of that division. So, it'd be foolish to kind of say, "Oh, he's not any good anymore." Nah. Definitely, it, I mean, Definitely the, I just five. can't ignore just the the whole like that How that side of things. I don't know what you call it. Um, just when guys make enough money to not need to even fight anymore, I just think it always ha- like it always changes like the way they are when they get in there. And For sure. um, yeah, I agree, man. I I couldn't go past Burns. I think if Burns. Is silly enough to stand with him the whole time. He's just opening himself up to lose. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if Masvidal knocked him out if he did that. But as if he's going to do that, right? Yeah. It'd be, it would not be smart. Nah,
1: he'll lean on his jiu-jitsu a bit, but... Like Matt, he did Masvidal's, to Boy, Masvidal's good against jiu-jitsu and wrestling guys. Yeah. Like, as in he won't beat them in that, but he'll not get choked out. Like, we saw that with Usman and, you know, and Colby. Yeah. Like, Colby held him against the fence most of the time but still couldn't get in an extreme... To, well, he did pump him up, in a, but he couldn't get into a position where he was going to submit Masvidal at any stage. Any but stage. That's,
0: but that's interesting because there is no way Gilbert Burns is anywhere near as good at wrestling. That's what I Colby mean. Covington. So I
1: don't think... Like these odds for Burns to submit him, I feel are, are definitely too short. So I'm going, I'm going Gilbert by decision, which is... Um, Two, which is $3.30, over the $2.60 by points. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, th- um, $2.60 is the favourite by points, so they have seen that, right? There we go. Yeah, they
0: have, because the other thing is, Masvidal, at this point of his career, I think, is a five-round fighter, and I think he can take a while to sort of warm up. It's probably been a while since he's even had three-round fights, uh, to be honest. It would have would have been a ton of fights since he's had a three-rounder. Um, so, and well... Burns on the other hand he would be he's in that like five round fight now for his last few but he's way more used to it and i think his style like uh, leans towards that a bit more so yeah man i reckon points for him is the go but i uh, don't get get me wrong i would not be surprised if he if burns isn't smart about it if masvidal knocked him out fair should be good should be really good should though really
1: that good, one that's a, that's one of the most interesting ones to watch except for this last
0: one yeah now this main event, uh, Powhatan, uh seven and one in MMA. Israel Adesanya twenty three and two. Poetan. Um well, are these two. Oh, so Israel's two losses are Yarn at a uh, light heavyweight and Powhatan. Yeah. Um. Now, the the thing that I I want to talk about this is just the massive implications on Israel Adesanya's legacy if he is to lose this fight.
1: It will I don't think there can be a third fight between them in the MMA. Like as in obviously there can be and the matchmakers if it's super super close again if, yeah. somehow Pereira wins but as you said like he's I think if um Pere- uh, Poetan wins he wins and goes immediately up to light heavyweight. Immediately, where Adesanya wins, there's got there's a, immediate there's a third fight because there's no one like that. That's just matchmaking, you know. Rob obviously definitely deserves another go, but they're just not going to do that. They'll yeah, go, so watch
0: like, out if this goes to points because I think it's going to lean towards Israel Adesanya,
1: regardless of how close it is. For sure, it's the biggest matchup, it's biggest like rivalry and what? Not sorry, it's one of the biggest like good stories and rivalries in MMA.
0: It really is. Um, and I and I feel like there's probably a third fight on the cards here. No, like, just cause, because of that. But...
1: Who are you going? Because taking out the wank of, uh, like, who you like more. Because it's clearly... Yeah, I know. It's, a,
0: it's always hard for me with it Izzy is. because I really I don't like him.
1: I'm the same. I had to really take away that, like, take that off the table with mm-hmm. this. Because... I was just going, oh yeah, Poetan. He's got his, he's got his number. You know, there's always that person's kryptonite and anything, you know. But I had to take it off when I was thinking about this.
0: Yeah, because I mean, brings me back to what I was saying. Like, I haven't seen a legacy. I haven't seen a legacy on the line in uh, a fight since the Volk versus Holloway, where that was like Volk wins that third fight, especially the way he does. Like, Max Holloway's legacy is wiped, man. It's gone. Like, for a while there, he was the greatest featherweight of all time. And now it, none of that even happened. Oh, because, like, it's like you got beaten by Volk three times, decisively the third time. Like, that's a legacy killer. It's so massive, man. It doesn't get any bigger than that. And that's where Israel Adesanya is now. If he loses this fight, everything he's done to this point is gone. Like you just you're not like you're not the guy you thought you were. You're not the guy everybody thought you were. Like you're just Poetan's bitch. You're Poetan. and and I think that's got to play on his mind. But I don't know how, you know, it does that work for him. Like he he was probably winning that fight until the knockout last time. Uh, he was
1: definitely winning it.
0: Yeah, it's like, but does is Poetan just his kryptonite?
1: Like I think he was winning four rounds. Going into the fifth. Possibly. Possibly. Or, or at least three out of the four. Mm. Like at least. And then he nearly knocked him out in that first round. Remember how it got caught? Yeah.
0: Stopped? Yeah. And uh, I could see it happening again. I, I just don't know, man. Like like how confident is Poiton? Like Poetan's only got to catch him once, man.
1: Poiton be very confident.
0: Yeah.
1: What, what are you going? He's just
0: a killer. I'm just going Poiton by knockout again. Oh I love that.
1: That's what I sat on the whole time. Yeah. I've got I've gone Pereira by knockout the whole time. And now I'm so stuck between Poetan knockout and Israel points. Cause I feel like Israel will definitely, definitely use a lot more wrestling. That's probably oh. the only point of the he was more, more technical, but when he got him on the ground, you could clearly see Poetan just does not ever really well obviously he does train. Uh, sorry, apparently he does train a fair bit of it now since he joined MMA, but you can just tell you're like, oh, it's like, it's like watching fish, two fish, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, man, if, I think if he starts wrestling, he's almost admitted defeat already. If he goes into this fight and he starts wrestling Poetan, it's like he's given up on trying to be a better kickboxer than him, which is what they both are. Right, so I think that'd be weird to see, um, but maybe, I, I don't know. It, but, yeah, I'm just going to stick with Powhatan KO, man, and just I and just watching the demise of Israel Adesanya's career kind of makes me happy thinking about it, to be honest. <laughs> See, like, I,
1: I, my heart, yeah, I've got two... Uh, my heart says Pereira by KO, Powhatan KO, sorry. Powhatan. But my head is saying, easy by points, which is fucking... But I won't be betting on this. This yeah. will be 100% not being bet on.
0: Yeah, if i got anything left when it comes around, maybe... But, yeah, it's definitely not a it's, – it's a tough one. But how good? Go Poltan! Powhatan is easy. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, have a good Easter break. Plenty of sports on. Fantastic weekend lined up. Um, yeah, thanks for listening.
1: Happy Easter.
0: Poltan!